drop. On November 24, 2015, Savannah H. logged on to Rotten Tomatoes and wrote, Cool movie! LOL, love it! Half star! <laughs> Grab your condom bubble gums and consume mass quantities, kids. We are talking about Coneheads. I love more than that theme song is this quote from Savannah on, on Rotten Tomatoes. Cool movie. <laughs> LOL. Love it. And she gave it a half of a star. And the, the more I read that, I realized that's pretty much the best way you could describe Coneheads from 1993. Jane Curtin, Dan Aykroyd, uh, based off of a funny at, at the time... <laughs> SNL sketch from the 70s uh, brought back to for a full length 90 minute feature in the early 90s. Um, this is a good movie. I, I really enjoyed this movie and I was really glad and excited for this week. Um, speaking of glad and excited, I am so thrilled uh, to introduce today's guest. Um, uh, I've been a fan of hers for a very, very, very long time. Uh, she is a, a local uh, performer. I think she's more than a local performer. I'm pretty sure you're worldwide known. Yes. Oh, no? worldwide. Sure. Of course. Um, you have traveled around, though, correct? I have. I All have right. traveled around. Wonderful. Um, I, we are so thrilled and honored to have the lovely Juniper Rose here in the studio today. I'm so uh, excited to be here. Well, welcome. Thanks for being here. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I totally dropped the ball. I usually get a really good bio from people before we start, and I didn't do that because I was just so excited and giddy to have you here. So. <laughs> There's nothing to know about me, so that's There's it. nothing. <laughs> My I'll, life uh, didn't exist before this podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> we, we bred her specifically <laughs> for this show. This. That's you don't it. want to know what goes on here. Eavesdrop <laughs> network, <laughs> and then of course we have our podcast Padawan, Miss Krista Sutton, with here with us today again. Hi guys! Oh, you're doing the funny voices again. Always, mm. every time. <laughs> so, Coneheads, Juniper, we asked you to come because you actually do a Coneheads number yeah. in your burlesque act, right? Yes, I um I love Jane Curtin. Wow, I could mess up her name right from the start of the podcast. Right? No, you didn't. <laughs> I think I said Curtin, which is not her last name at all. <laughs> uh, I love Jane Curtin. There we go. With less than an A, Jane. <laughs> oh, I'm nervous. I should Don't take my relaxed. clothes off. This no. is fun. <laughs> we won't um, say no. <laughs> yeah, no, I do a Coneheads number um, kind of based on that original 1973 sketch. Mm-hmm. Um, with the pajamas yeah oh my gosh <laughs> i have the i have the apron that says i hate housework <laughs> that she wearing her little cape that she used to wear um, love it i love it no love it. and she's so funny so i love that 20 years later 1993 comes around she does a full-length they film. did the full-length film they're like we're gonna milk this so much oh yes yeah this is a dairy farm <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> milking going on here 
the the best part about those old sketches is when he opens the beer with his finger. Yeah. <laughs> and drinks it. <laughs> like oh my all of goodness. them. Yeah, the all all six. Um, which is <laughs> Just I was like really he smokes su- the entire pack of cigarettes. Yeah. He does. Yeah, he's so yes. nervous he's smoking the whole pack of cigarettes. I was really surprised they didn't do that in the movie. Um, drinking because he does carry a six pack of beer with him when he's leaving. Um, on, uh, when he's driving the taxi, mm-hmm. I noticed that when on his lunch he was it was well, his lunch bag. He had a six pack mm-hmm. of, yeah, he had he a six a, pack with he has him. Like a six pack in every scene where they consume mass quantities, <laughs> uh-huh. and I just you just wait the whole film going. When is he going to yeah, do it? There's junk food throughout that whole yeah. movie. Well, before, so before we get too deep in, in, into this, uh, would either of you guys like to talk about? The, the plot or at least uh or tell us if you have not seen this movie if you've not experienced it again if you're listening to this show and you haven't seen the movie thank you so much for uh listening to us um but and if you watch the movie but yeah i don't know some people have <laughs> listened to the show and not watched the movies so That's um, true. those are actually like people ask me about that like oh they i'm gonna have to go watch this movie now i've never seen it before so. yeah, i'm at two, I'm in two out of two I've watched two movies that I've talked about, and I haven't watched two movies that we've talked about. Oh, really? That I've Bef- been on. And you've talked about them? Yeah. Oh my well, I mean, watched- I watched them before I came oh, in, okay. but I never oh, okay. watched them previous All right. to. I was going to say, I was what? Like, yeah, wow. I never, I never watched them previous to like, Wow, you've bullshitted guests. us. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm really good at that, Joey. <laughs> That's amazing. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, right. Uh, Juniper, tell us about, uh, give us the Cliff Notes, the thumbnail conehead story for All us right. so we know. So you have... Um, to aliens, actual aliens from a different planet, from Rimulac, who are out exploring, looking for planets to dominate, and mm-hmm. they get shot down and crash in the United States, and they, um, if you couldn't figure it out from the title, mm-hmm. their heads are shaped like cones. Mm-hmm. Seems pretty obvious to me, but maybe you missed it. Uh, and it's about following them as they figure out how to be essentially immigrants mm-hmm. in the United States and kind of their journey along the way. They have a kid and they grow up and Beldar, the dad, gets a job, runs his own business. Mm-hmm. And then they live the American dream. They do. They, they do. They live that, the American like, dream. Classic. If you just put enough hard work into it, you'll get everything you wish exactly. for. Exactly. <laughs> There were some things that jumped out. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah we have uh, fallen a long definitely way 1993. away from Woo-hoo. the American dream that they had then. <laughs> so, uh, And you mentioned really briefly, which jumps out at you like, a, like a, a bolt of lighting when you watch this movie again in contemporary eyes, how eerily timely it is, oh, it specifically is. with the illegal alien. Oh, my gosh. The illegal alien story. I mean, that's pretty much the, the plot of the movie. That is. That mm-hmm. is. And then, you know, INS. Mm-hmm. comes after them exactly played by michael mckean yes. good. <laughs> with david spade as the with assistant. david spade yep this is this is my favorite like i love the snl movies because mm-hmm. they're like anybody who's ever been in a sketch will also be in the movie like it's yep. just a requirement this is literally like snl sketch the movie yes. because every character every person in this movie that was on snl is doing one of their characters yeah Oh yeah, completely. And I love it. I live yeah, for it. Yeah, David Spade leads way into that the role from when he was playing on the show when he was the Dick Clark, <laughs> secretary for yes. Dick Clark. Yes. And any other things? Yeah, he, he way leads heavy into it. So yeah, the INS, the illegal uh, legal immigration, um, just starts out heavy, like fast with that gimmick. Immediate. Mm-hmm. And and yeah and violent oh yeah he's <laughs> like, totally so yeah so michael mckean ugh. plays a uh, a regional ins director um from a smaller branch and his his plan he even has a 
and it's really terrible to talk about now in like 2019 eyes, but he has a, a layout of the southern border. And his idea is, is that once you round up a an illegal immigrant, you put a collar on their neck and send them back to Mexico on the other side of an invisible fence that we have we have wanted along the southern border. And when they get when they cross, it basically shocks them. Shocks them. The little figurine the catches figurine, fire. It does. I think Trump literally pulled his national. I think plan so. From I think like, oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Let's go. Let's but come on, it. it's got to be uh, tall. I don't want it under the this ground. Is huge. Yeah, it's got to be huge. Idea. It's got to be <laughs> forty whatever feet he thinks it needs God. to be. Oh yeah, it was. It's painstakingly uh, uh, timely. It is uh, more so than a lot of those other SNL movies they were cranking out back. Yeah. In the nineties, for sure. And yeah, the whole movie he's he's yeah the the whole family they they keep going into hiding until finally they think they're in the clear and they go into they just kind of be themselves yeah and then the, and then he comes back and then he comes back it's to so, them yeah. well I was trying to figure out because they're they're chasing down this Duccio. Mm-hmm. The Chico. Uh, the Chico. The Chico. <laughs> I was going to do that. Yeah. Um, the Chico. <laughs> the, the people that are using this social security card, but they're getting this from somebody. So why aren't they trying to find that person that's selling illegal social security numbers? But I feel like that's going back to raiding uh, employment places and only deporting the people and not finding the, the employers. that are hiring Exactly. Yeah. No, it's exactly. Yeah. And that 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 because that SN, SSN number the yeah the social security number is used many many times the fact that they have it flagged every time it pops up there it is and he even goes through the whole list of different uh, uh, ethnicity ethnicities use it jobs and where he's been yeah uh, at one point he was a Samoan he was a Canadian it was it was almost like they were being very very careful like they didn't say like Mexican at all it was just very careful a lot of like white <laughs> nation so it doesn't come off as overtly racist as it is except who is lined up in david spade's office it's but all like 20 mm-hmm. i'm really people. better with english all i hear is a lot of clicking i was like <laughs> oh my gosh, oh my gosh. i know right <laughs> but then again that's not shocking to the crap that you hear now no and that's the thing is that back then it honestly, was the outfits are what puts it in the 90s mm-hmm. yeah if you've switched up the outfits it's a movie for today. It is 100%. completely a movie for today. Yeah, except for it's, the outfits. Yeah. yeah, her 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 baby doll white prom dress or whatever she's wearing at the <laughs> oh end God. there. It's oh my so goodness! Short. Like wow. Yeah. You're, okay, <laughs> that's what you're wearing to prom. Yeah. <laughs> calm, calm down there, Michelle. Right? Whatever her name was <laughs> in real life. <laughs> um. So yeah, the the Coneheads, like we mentioned, uh, were. Just a throwaway, not a really throwaway, but you know, a kind of a funny sketch from the '70s. And along the, uh, in the '90s, people were we were cranking out. Um, did you see this when it hit first came out? Oh yeah, I saw it as a kid. Okay, cool. I mean, I wasn't. Well, I was young in '93. Okay, but I saw. I remember seeing it as a kid and being like, "That's that's funny." Oh yeah, see, I, I was 13 <laughs> when that came out, yeah. and I bought. Oh, I was obsessed. I was totally obsessed with that's this movie. Awesome. I loved it. I had two or three different T-shirts. I had the action figures. This book, there's a book we were talking about before we went on, on the air. Uh, we we found it online. It's the uh, the life and times of Beldar and Primat Primat Conehead, and um, it's written by Tom Davis, 
who was uh, an SNL contributor, uh, a really good writer for many, 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 many years, and Dan Aykroyd. And they go into painstaking detail about the 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 Conehead uh, lifestyle, the um, Romulac, the there, there's a their funny home planet, their home planet, yeah, Romulac. There's a there's kind of a, a funny crude scene in the movie where he's in the shower and you show you show they they show him walking into the showers with uh, his exposed ass, which is just. <laughs> Not <laughs> present. No ass crack at all. Just two little sawed off <laughs> hell- like Barbie ass. Yeah, it looks yeah. like he's wearing a diaper with like two like Hellboy horns coming but, out yeah, the top yeah, of his butt cheeks. They are Hellboy <laughs> horns. They're sawed off. And well, like, there's a drawing the in this book of the, what it looks like at the, in the front. So if you really oh want to know what Beldar Conan's penis looks like, check out this book. Uh, I uh, <laughs> just want to put it that. out there that I have tried Googling this under multiple different searches. If someone can find it, and, uh, <laughs> please you send can just it to please personally send... DM me, yeah. Juniper Rose, <laughs> Juniper on Rose. Facebook and Instagram. She wants your, I want your cone illustrated conehead penis. penises. All right. <laughs> Maybe some fan art. That we can, we <laughs> can go. I'm art. down for I that. Would take fan art. On let's that do. One, honestly. Let's, let's let's everybody draw what we think. <laughs> I, I want to see. Well, what did you you describe it that. as a? Um, the best way I can, if I remember seeing, or if I can remember, yeah, was turn an ups an alligator head turned upside down was- turned sideways and pink <laughs> I'm assuming, i think it was a black and white well i think it was a you black and white drawing your mind? But your mind again i was like 13 14 years old when i saw this i think i've seen i think i saw a a conehead wiener more than i think i saw a wiener in real life i love it i mean not that i've seen a lot of wieners in real life but i was, was who's the judge Really. But Conehead was your first, and nothing's, <laughs> nothing's really lived up to that. Can we be no, honest? No, nothing. It's, it's kind of a, like a barbed tortoise. <laughs> oh God, it's barbed. Oh, barbed. like a turtle. Is it ducks who are barbed? No, they're, they're corkscrewed. We're getting off. So thank you for listening to the fictional characters. Topic. We're getting off show. of topic. <laughs> so the Instagram.com network. This is a constant. <laughs> Join next week when we talk about a hobbit's penis. Okay. What that looks I'll be like. back for that one too. <laughs> We're talking about imaginary penises. I am here. <laughs> We're in it. Wizard penises. Are you sure there's only one? <laughs> <laughs> That's just a wand. That's just a wand. <laughs> it's so, mi- it's so oh. mis- misconceiving. I don't even know. I can't even word right now. I can't even word. <laughs> Patronum. <laughs> Oh, good lord. Wow. We really uh, went off the rails fast on this. I kind of expected that. I'm not going to lie. Did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, Knowing so. that you do comedy burlesque, I knew this was going to be a much So we're here to talk about conehead penises. Conehead penises. <laughs> I mean, we got that whole immigration thing out of the way. Right. Let's move on to the important stuff. Let's not be so serious. <laughs> yeah. Oh my oh goodness! Oh my God! So, <laughs> so welcome to Be Kind Rewind, Juniper. <laughs> hey, we have not said anything disparaging about the penis at all. True fact. <laughs> we haven't. Oh my gosh! So I, I hadn't yeah. seen this film in a, in a long time, other than the other day, and it did. It was funnier than I remember it being, and I really had to give credit to. Dan Aykroyd, who is a personal hero of mine. 
we all have people heroes we all look up to. Everybody has their favorite Ghostbuster. Everybody Gene has Tim Curtin, of course, yeah, exactly, me, yeah. of course. I get it. Um, D- Dan Aykroyd has always been one of my favorite. I, I I like his writing. I like just everything I've ever seen him in. Even when he's just like a bit player, is he, is something about him. I just he's a hero of mine. You have to give them credit, especially Jane and Dan in this movie. They own well, obviously when they invented the characters but like they don't give up this gag for the entire film they are so invested in everything yeah it's a, everything in this movie is, is really so good. you have to yeah exactly to it is it yeah everybody sucks. else the, all the other cameos and stuff i mean they're funny half of them can, you can tell that they're just like they're just happy to be there yeah but <laughs> i loved adam but, sandler no oh, adam oh, sandler's adam character is the social security guy that's is but out of all the little cameos, people just popped up out of nowhere. His was my favorite. Mine too. Yeah. By far. Just the way he... I wanted more of that character. It's Me like, too. Oh, hey. I, I was hoping for him a little bit later. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like, hey, my mother's from there. And he goes right back to like, why... Hey, good. welcome to the United States of America. <laughs> <laughs> I don't recall... And I watched a lot of SNL around this time. I don't recall that character ever being used on SNL. Because it's different than what... It's a little more calm down. Sandler. It is you know, a calm. It's less like da, 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 da. for that time period. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We we talked about Sandler for like the whole episode, like a week or two ago. We talked about Pixels. Like it was a whole hour and a half of Adam Sandler, which is okay. But yeah, for for Adam Sandler in '93, that was really subdued. But there was some really good. I mean, I just the he way was he. On. Oh yeah, that was hilarious. And some of the other ones were just there because whatever. Like Drew Carey just. It's just oh there. Oh, my God. The taxi cab? Yeah just, yeah. just there. Yeah. I and, don't and, even remember him. In the, yeah. He's the guy that hops he's, in the back of the... He just hops into a cab, yeah. taxi yeah, cab. Yeah. He's the guy that just... Which Parker and, Posey. I think I was focusing more on... Where? She's Connie's friend. She just happens to be Connie's, like, best friend. I think it is Parker Posey. It is. Because I, I was like, is that Parker Posey? And she's playing a super, <laughs> like... I want to say that both of her role. friends were somebody else, too. Like, I don't... Because as a kid, I remember I recognized somebody. Like, wait, that's her friend. But then, like, she's only in it for a second. Yeah, I, barely. I, I don't recall at all. The one that surprised me the most, and I had never noticed it before, was Ellen DeGeneres. Yeah. yeah the, it was so weird coach. seeing her with like, yeah, long the, hair yeah. and a scrunchie. Yeah, the, 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 ladies, yes. yeah <laughs> the ladies high-diving coach. Because, of course, she was. <laughs> yes, of course. It's like, it's like, a, it's like a 1993 Jane Lynch Yes, that's what I love. That's what I thought. I thought I was like Jane Lynch pulled from that yeah, character. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I love about Ellen DeGeneres because like she was telling us in plain English for years and years and oh, years. Yeah. And like, oh wait, I'm gay. It's like you are. Like we're we're all shocked and surprised, <laughs> surprised by that until you go back and look. Like, oh shit, yeah, no, you are. <laughs> yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> You're in this movie for thirty seconds, and yep, you certainly are. <laughs> true yeah i always i always think back to that movie she did mr wrong like just do you remember that movie no i don't you don't remember mr wrong no oh my gosh google uh the poster just the poster alone for mr wrong Ah. yeah (laughs) (laughs) like and we were like why can't she just find a nice man (laughs) i mean that was one year before she officially came out was it magazine yep she came out in 1997 yeah where she's freaking out because bill pullman's trying to i mean trying to kiss him if you guys aren't looking this at this looking this looking this looking at this poster words we don't speak them (laughs) nope if you're not looking at this poster i mean it's literally ellen degeneres in a wedding dress with a tiara (laughs) and her classic hair 
and Bill Pullman is leaning in super smoldery and mm-hmm. she's screaming. Yeah. So, yep. She looks like she's being attacked. He loved her from afar. <laughs> yeah, it she totally looks like he's being enough. attacked. No, it sure was not. I think we should do this movie in the <laughs> yeah, future. Yeah, I was this just thinking great. that. Like, I'm it, like, where uh, can I find when it? When are you putting this on? <laughs> I'm going to Amazon Prime that tonight. I, yeah, <laughs> I was literally thinking the same thing. Yeah, Mr. Wrong. Um, so what was the other? There was another um, cameo that jumped out at me that was really surprising, and I wasn't expecting to see it. Now that I say it out loud. Oh, no, it I was really to... cool to see Garrett Morris, uh, Lorraine Newman, uh, Danny Thomas, um, uh, obviously Chris Eddie Farley, Eddie Griffin, Sinbad. I love Sinbad. I love Sinbad yeah. in that. There's something about Sinbad. Like, as a kid, I always just wanted to be like, I could chill with him. Like, he's yeah. just so huggable. I know. I want to hang with Mr. Cooper. I, I really yeah. do. <laughs> Yeah, a diff- so, that's a different guy. Was it? That's not Sinbad. I know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I totally forgot. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that was Mark Curry was hanging with Mr. Cooper. Yeah. And I feel really embarrassed now. <laughs> Don't you should. I am so sorry, Mark Curry. <laughs> Jason Alexander's the neighbor. Yeah, Jason Alexander. And he's been is- playing that wig bit for like... <laughs> 30,000 years now. Mm-hmm. That's what I loved at first with the beginning when he's sitting there trying to fix his lawnmower and he kept scratching his hair. It's like, he's totally wearing a wig and he's not selling it at all. And then later in the movie, he's talking about wearing a wig. I'm like, oh, I get it. Subtle. You don't, when subtle he starts Jason, up the, the lawnmower, he mm-hmm. catches his hair. I, miss I missed that? that. I just saw when oh. he's sitting there talking, scratching it. Yep. And I was like, oh, he's just really just having a, a problem with his yeah, the fake just, wig that he was clearly They start wearing. up the lawnmower and it. <laughs> blows and he just slightly catches his his hair uh julia sweeney is in this um like i said uh chris farley which you had mentioned you didn't like his character in the movie and i want to talk about this a little bit because because i really really want your guys's perspective because that wasn't the perspective that i got and i I really want to hear what you guys your thoughts on on the character not like him and and why you want to jump in on this? I hated or? his damn character <laughs> so, so <did> much, <laughs> so much. Okay, explain. He, so they go on this date, and then we're we have Connie, and Connie's dating Ronnie, which is yep. he's a mechanic, and I'm feeling like he's a high little old dropout? to be. Yeah, I'm like, he's either what? a high school dropout oh, or he's just too old to be dating high school kids, like 23 or something. And she's what 16, 17. He look the, his sweat yeah. looks 30. Yeah, so. right. So. Just, just in general, for real. And his, his sweaty hair looks 30. right. I, I the just, way he's just super disheveled ugh. and just bleh, yeah. For one thing, so he just doesn't look like he takes care of himself, which already is you know a no for me. But then he takes he takes Connie home from a date and. And he leans in to kiss her, and she says, Ronnie, don't. And he tries again. And then she talks about, um, she kind of opens up a little bit and says, you know, my parents aren't affectionate, and I'm just I'm just afraid I don't know how, And which is a very vulnerable place for somebody to be, especially coming from non-affectionate parents and trying to navigate mm-hmm. this this yeah. world, right? Especially being from another literal world. Uh, yeah. um, <laughs> so, uh, so he says, oh, you just lean in and kiss, and like this. And so he kisses him in her, you know, planetary way so it's kind of very suctiony suctiony, yes which blows his mind turns him into this instant horn dog (laughs) turns him into boneheads completely (laughs) (laughs) we'll get to that later (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh and so he is he's like i need basically i need to have you and he like the 
the sexual aspect for cone heads is their their cone is kind of a sexual organ organ from what i'm gathering so mm -hmm. it's it's kind of you know it's a it's a sacred piece for them right so he starts touching it and she's like ronnie don't don't he's and she's like i'm not ready and he says you're ready and like basically pushing himself on her so she pushes him back with her with her extraterrestrial strength and hops out runs inside and is just is just sits there and just says daddy's right right all the earth boys only want one thing and it's just you see this piece and you're like oh god that sucks and you know yet you, another current like, yeah god nothing's For, changed not in 26 at all. years not at all yeah exactly and then so and then and the thing is is that that's that was funny at the time yeah 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 and then and, and then him he uh he'll he continues to stalk her and her dad and i mean dad goes out and you know threatens him rips off the top of his car which is you know uh so he comes back stalks her and all this kind of stuff and i'm like leave her alone first of all you're super desperate and really annoying and like when when she's at the meet and he pops his head over and his hair just gets all like Ugh. goes over and it's all tangled and like you so look sweaty oh my for real get a towel <laughs> something maybe some <laughs> baby powder like, literally pull one of those towels go, just, jump, jump, just go, jump baby in like, I, I did and it just it, he embodied the little nice guy attitude where you know I take you on this date and I take you out but then you won't kiss me well she doesn't know you she, he literally says that in literally the says that he yeah. says I keep taking you out and I keep being nice to you and I was like, oh, yep. God, the nice guy. Mm -hmm. I knew you were going to groan like I did. I was oh. like, Ugh. I know. See, I didn't I didn't pick that up on that at all. And that's why I'm really glad you guys noticed that. I it, it didn't read that way to me at all. Like, I thought it was like not really funny, but I understood like that's guys that young think. Yeah. Well, guys that should be young think yeah, and sadly right. they continue real. to think that as they get older is that kind of like that classic growing yeah. up finding your boundaries story mm -hmm. it just i don't and then here's here's my biggest pet peeve connie go for it apologize yes! to him oh that's i have wrong. it literally written down and in I, my notes right here yeah and oh, i'm like uh, you even underlined like, it twice <laughs> hold up girl hold up yeah. look if you oh, no, i shouldn't have Yes, you should have. Oh. Let's talk about empowerment. I screamed that at my yeah. the screen Ooh. when she said that. Yes, you should have. I did find it weird. Well, I mean, I it, when he goes in, when when Beldar rips the top of his car and, and basically tells him to go F himself, which he rightfully yeah. should. And then he goes back in the house, and then Connie's pissed at the dad. Oh, classic! That's, for doing yeah. that. I mean, that's that You've was that was classic. Me. You've ruined I my life. I did find it weird she that she cries her green tears. Yeah, yeah, that how that was cute. That was clever. Like, oh, that's oh, adorable. Yeah. That little one single green I tear. I didn't catch it until this like. I didn't. Time I didn't. I don't it. remember mm -hmm. catching when I was a kid. But uh, I did find it weird that when he goes to apologize, he goes to the dad first. <laughs> and then he starts coming around to bothering Connie at the football uh -huh. game, and then at the. Oh, at the at the swimming pool meet and then at the football game, and well, he yeah, took he weird. took dad. Well, I see what he did there. He yeah. he's afraid of dad. He goes to try to apologize to him first, and then dad's like, "Oh no, okay, bye bye." Doesn't yeah. <laughs> doesn't really acknowledge him, so he just takes that as as he's not being a dick to me. He's not threatening me, so must be all right. And then he's like, "I'm I'm miserable without her." And it's like, yeah, and just well, no, you that's you don't should. get to go stalk no somebody. <laughs> you don't. Mm -mm. <laughs> Yeah, if, if if social media had been around in, in that time, he would have been all over that. He would have been mm -hmm. DMing her oh all sorts gosh. of stuff. Oh my gosh, sliding right. I mean, I, I guess from a certain <laughs> from a certain perspective, it was kind of endearing. But from yeah, no, I don't. 
yeah, that that fresh outlook he has. If it wasn't no. Chris Farley, it would. Oh my god! Um, yes, like, Chris Farley brings so much charm to like everything that he does that it's. Uh, I watched the movie three. This is Brett, by the way. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> hey, Welcome Brett. to the podcast. Yeah. Hi, Welcome friend. back, Brett. <laughs> I, that was my fault. Sorry, Brett. <laughs> that's okay. uh, I watched the movie like three weeks ago, not knowing that it, mm-hmm. it was even on the radar mm-hmm. for the Be Kind Rewind, and I like. I guess I didn't. I just like. I'm just tone deaf because I'm a mm-hmm. straight white dude that I don't pick up on it a lot of the time. But also, I think a, a lot of it potentially is just Chris Farley just being charming and me just being like, I love Chris Farley. That has a lot to do with it. But the entire time I was watching his character, I was cringing. Wait, yeah. Wait, you guys find Chris Farley charming? Uh-huh. I'm not. I'm, not a, hu- I'm not a huge fan of Chris Farley. I feel like he's just more, to me, he's more of a, a, a... A farting, screaming, screaming, sweating. yeah. See, I just kind of, kind of. I guess I've being, never found kind him charming. Of a, so a, well, a dude who I think it's like height. boyish charm. Yeah, like he, yeah, he's kinda, yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he's got like he's so like uh, like cherubic and like yes, the face yes, and stuff. That's the and perfect. He's, and yeah. he's like got like a youthful energy to him. So yeah. that's I, not like charming in the way where he's like gonna sweep you off your yeah. feet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Now we're cleared I, up. I meant like he's got a certain charm to him in the yeah. sense that he's got like a. Is that more charm. crude? I get yeah. that. Okay. He, he he definitely took that to his Chris Farley show on SNL, where he's sitting there talking to yeah. Paul McCartney. Yeah, yeah. It's that same character, so to speak. Yep. And I, I mean. Being a chunky, white, sweaty. <laughs> You're not sweaty. I know. I'm not. No. <laughs> Quote unquote funny type of like goofus guy. That's how I was seen by a lot of people. So, I mean, I just identified with him as a person. So it wasn't so right off the bat off putting that obviously, and I mean, rightfully so, it could be from a different perspective. So, from well, I think a lot of it, like so. I was saying, he, they, they, I, I know why they cast him because of being in SNL and mm-hmm. because of his fame at the time and that kind of stuff. But he looked like a 23 to 30-year-old. He did look old, older. Way older and to be dating in a teenager. Time, also, Connie's hot. Like, right. Yes. She Connie, could do so much better yeah, than Michelle, dropout Chris Farley. I believe is yeah, Michelle, her, something huh? spart, yeah, so in yeah, real life. Yeah. yeah, she is Burke. Su- Burke, thanks. Thank you. Um, yeah, she's super, super hot. I had a huge crush on her when I was yeah. a kid. She, like, what am I she's saying? hot with the cone. I have a huge crush on her. <laughs> yeah. Well, as I feel a, like any woman deserved man. somebody better than somebody stalking them and, and Correct. You know. Yeah. Correct. No matter yeah, you how you can totally tell was. that, I mean, she seemed to have, you know, run with, you know, she had friends. She was, they don't show her a lot in school, but you can infer that she probably was popular she probably had friends she was she fairly good looking yeah she had her swim team cheerleader oh that's right she was a cheerleader and she was on the swim team and she was like she was a flyer for cheerleading too as a tall is, girl that's insane which is so cool for her to be a flyer how did yeah. you know did, did she fly mm-hmm. oh i'm like yeah, yeah she I was on this? the yeah <laughs> I always it was in it was in one of the shadows like you could quick, see her cone yeah, head okay. yeah it was very I, and very I cool, and I loved her dive I thought that was just so oh cool. that was so cute <laughs> that dive was so <laughs> I could watch that all day it's so cute yeah. and I and I so loved that when um when the the parent behind um the Julie's, parents were like was like she's our best bet for state champions they're like we know we think this also like <laughs> yes I feel like everybody should have that level of confidence in themselves yes. and this I, should be a better world. I don't think I related more to a character in that movie than during that scene when the the mom behind them is getting all chatty 
to the to the coneheads and Beldar is just it's like yep quiet nibs yeah yeah nibs quiet no I'm not here to socialize yes we know I love that scene oh my gosh yeah I was not a fan of Chris Farley's character I was not a fan of Ronnie just in general I feel like Adam Sandler would have been more uh more believable. I would have loved Adam Sandler because I feel oh, he man. looked younger. He didn't look like a yeah, 20, 30 year old dude. I would have loved just, Adam Sandler. That would have been so cute. Yeah, and and with with where he was in nineteen ninety three, he looked like he he was younger could be looking. Maybe tw- yeah. maybe twenty, like twenty and a seventeen year old. I'm like, eh, it's still kind of a gray area, but well, even Connie doesn't believable. look like she's there. Even Connie didn't uh, yeah. look like Right, she but we know she's in high Connie school. Is a woman. That's more of a we know. Huh? <laughs> Connie looks like a woman. She yes, does. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But that, she that prom dress, Connie. Woo-hoo. Yeah, <laughs> calm down there, Constance. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Her name would be Constance, wouldn't it? It would have been Constance. Constance Conehead. Constance Conehead. Yep. Oh my gosh. I love that. It's amazing. <laughs> oh goodness. One of the coolest parts, uh, that I, I think really stood out was they really follow the American dream for whatever that means to you in this movie. They go from nothing living in a trailer to a basement apartment to affording a, a decent house. And I thought that was just really quaint and how they, they progress through that. And I think it speaks to a lot, how different like things are, especially when they're going to throw out uh, numbers because then that kind of gives you a reference so at the very beginning, when he's when he's fixing all those uh, all those appliances for Sinbad, not Mark Curry, but for Sinbad, <laughs> I'm so goddamn embarrassed about that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll forgive he, you. Uh, uh, Sinbad posts that he made eight thousand dollars that month. So here's your cut, which is twelve hundred dollars. Was that re- for that week though? Remember, yeah. he's like, "This is my best yeah. week yet." Yeah, my $8, best. It's, so here's yeah, here's twelve hundred dollars for Holy you. Holy! I don't know crap. many people. They can like take like confidence and say, "Yeah, I make twelve hundred dollars a week." I don't really know too many people that would be nope. comfortable up to saying that. I I've worked at the same company for almost twenty five years. I don't make anywhere near twelve hundred dollars a week. Yeah, and well, I was a teacher, so you know, yeah. you know, I wasn't making that. <laughs> no, money. I know you were. <laughs> <laughs> so I, yeah, I don't know anybody that makes that kind of scratch. That I would in in circles, you know, maybe I'm just inherently in cash poor, too. but in cash, yeah. ooh, yeah, yeah. Basically, Why do you need that social security number, Sinbad? <laughs> That's what's surprising. Because he's because he's being a legit law-abiding business owner because he doesn't want to get fucked by the INS, by the INS, which is what should be happening for people employing people that Correct. are here. That is true. Yep. That is true. Um, the more you know. Do, 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 do. <laughs> So I, I, that that was really surprising. Wait, he made twelve hundred bones that well, week. Well, yeah, and then Whoa. and then when they talk about buying the house, mm-hmm. I can't remember the price the price of the house, but I was like, it was wow. like sixty nine hundred dollars down nine percent interest or okay, something. Okay, that nine percent interest was insane. Yeah, but yeah, that was it crazy. was like nothing down. I mean, it was one of those like, shoot, they that's had enough amazing. money in a coffee cup to put down a down payment for a house. Yeah, you've yeah. been working nights. I've been saving. Yeah, <laughs> so you have. cute. But yeah, how were they able to afford all that food? They have That's so much food wondering. and snacks in that house. Even when they're adults, like even yes. when they're older, they have. Like how yeah. in well, the I world mean, do junk you keep food, up with that? Junk food is very, uh, is, is, is way cheaper than, than nutritious true. food. You that know, is, and they had yeah. a bunch of cup of noodles and a bunch of potato chips, That's which true. are, you know, Potato now, chips behind the refrigerator? I know. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, do we like them warm, maybe? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> they're there. Extra stale. Mm-hmm. 
but you know potato chips now are for on the in the cheaper brands are dollar fifty for one of the big bags so you know how much was it mm-hmm. 20 years ago yeah 26 years ago if he's so. also making 1200 dollars a week that too well that was that was after that was after the sinbad he was driving cab at that point yeah but even he's driving, still you, i bet he's made because it kind of shows him like working you up. could imagine so, that yeah he's making more money driving the cab than fixing those he was working triple shifts yeah and triple mm-hmm. shifts he's skipping yeah. his slar phase yep he was exactly. skipping his slar phase <laughs> I, I laughed Jennifer, really hard when, so they, when they were talking. Oh my gosh, uh, I'm secretly great. a conehead. Oh, good. That's great. Secrets out. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I knew that's, when you said we had to order special headphones. I couldn't figure out why. But now you know. Now I know. I know. I, know. I shade. It's, it's the contouring. It is. It's really shade. Really You're so good. good. I'll be damned. It's a foot and but a half if tall. I, look, there. if I turn this way. Yeah. Oh, there. Yeah, I see it now. There it is. I see it. <laughs> Uh, uh, no, I, but it's it's crazy that they can. I mean, because that was that idea. I mean, that's the that's the dream we sell. That's correct. the dream America sells. Correct. Is that dream if feasible? You work hard. Mm. <laughs> Heck no. Not anymore. Not no. definitely not. It was in the it was in the early nineties. In the early nineties, it was you know it was an easier sell. It might have not have been maybe, you know, because maybe i mean we can we can give it to them but maybe we're seeing it through you know oh well it was so much easier when they were younger but seeing that firsthand it's like no yeah it was a little bit easier well i hate to then. say it but the it cone heads may have huge heads but they're also white yep yeah they that's are. A, i thought that a lot too. Uh, yeah <laughs> I, I at first and i'm still on the fence on how i feel about this i ultimately i thought it was really charming when he's driving the cab and he's sitting there with a turban like that really bothered me yeah. And then I rem- then when his then boss, his when I met yes. his employer, and he's dressed identical yes. to exactly his employer, identical. and he loves his boss. Like he's very, like he's yeah. very excited to see his boss. He's very grateful. He genuinely likes his boss. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, he's trying to assimilate. So yeah, he's just going by what he's seeing now. Yeah, and that's that's uh, how I felt about yeah. it. Yeah, at first I'm like, because oh I knew that that was coming. Like, I know he, he wears a turban. And he wears the long. Tunic. He wears the long tunic, which I was always jealous of because I was just that's that it, type of clothing is so comfy. It is. Oh my goodness I mean, gracious! I wear just baggy dresses all the time. So. See if I can get away with baggy dresses. I was just talking. You to sure can today because they're not gendered. That is true. That is true. Uh, I was actually talking to my friend today. I was going to get some uh, utility kilts to wear to work. Yeah. Because my building is so nice. hot. Yeah, but, let it breathe. So I'm going to wear some kilt and I can make it really hot up in there. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't um, – so I was like, hmm. And then, okay, he's just emulating his what he sees, which he had done – he continues to do when he's like, moves on up to the suburbs. Yes. Now he are dresses they like everybody. from stereotypes? Yes. 100%. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. Like, I don't – Not yeah. only Indian people drive mm. – Taxi cabs. Correct. Yeah, not just Indian people. And again, even getting it wrong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, and I did hate the fact that when they do arrest, when they do arrest the 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 taxi cab driver, they pull his turban off. Like, uh. Right? How? Offended. Oh. But I think that just makes you hate him even oh, more. Oh gosh, he is so, so yeah. I don't, yeah, he's by far one of like the worst oh. villains I've come across in some of these movies. He's, oh yeah, he's in a just, comedy. The best in a comedy for the sure. Be- he's the best awful. part. Was when he's when they when they abduct him and take him to Remulac and they're in front of the council and he says, "You can take my life, but you I will not apologize for the job I've done. The United States will not be responsible for the employment of the entire universe." Bitch, 
No. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, when he's sitting. How on the, entitled are you? When he gets that that national job and he's standing on the boat with the uh, megaphone, <laughs> go back to where he you come. You have with, no we, valuable we, skills. Oh, yeah. yeah. We. It's oh awful. my gosh. We have it's a problems awful. of our own. I was like, what? Yeah, it's awful. It's, what? And, and it, it is there is a and very they're just sitting real, there looking at him. Like, yeah, just staring at him. And there's again, there's that real life 2019 analog where. When he gets a little bit of fame, he abandons the idea of the uh, the Chico, the Chico Chico case until it bites him later in the in the in the thing. He just like, oh, well, now I'm somebody famous, not famous, but now I have this new power. I can care less about this. It's on for the next guy. It does kind of remind me of this wall. Like, well, there's other things to deal with now instead of this wall that you were telling everybody that that was the important thing. Mm -hmm. But I did find that it's like this really just. So eerie how how the whole and then it does bite him in the ass like well you have to at least solve this one particular case regardless of how well he's been doing at his spent, job or because he spent a quarter of a million dollars on that case he did spend a lot of money in on the nineties he did bring that's nineties money yeah whereas yeah, now that that'd be like three quarters to a full <laughs> yeah that's, to a full you know, like that. <laughs> three quarters to a full a, a full million dollars. I'm also I can't remember. Uh, there's a reason why they don't come and get them right after they crash, and they tell them it's going to be seven zeros, which clearly is about seventeen years, sixteen, seventeen years. Yeah. Is there a reason why they can't, or they're just choosing not to? Is that no, there's punishment? a reason. Uh, they're not. They're not close enough, or something like that. What is it? I'll have to. Okay. I can't remember, but there is a reason they can't get to them quite yet. There's war going or something has happened okay and they can't reach him because i was laughing out loud watching it the other night when they immediately are able to go right back after he fights the like instantaneous the, that star wars knockoff uh, <laughs> uh yeah. creature it's got that which like, was pretty clever that game of thrones kind of transition where suddenly they're just now there. they've got the time despite to go the fact that it whole, took them seven zeros yeah to 20 years almost 20 <laughs> years uh our time for them to get here now it's just within the next scene oh now we're here now we're here i love how fast the ships turn they're, they're so cartoony oh my god oh they're so funny yeah, can we talk about the special effects yes please let's talk about <laughs> this, this is like I there's some to... good stuff in there this is first... some great 90s special effects and yes. i just i just they are love wonderful, it so wonderful, much. wonderful so the the claymation garthlack yes awesome so good so, so is, good yeah, it's totally the... not the character creature from star wars no no no, no, no not at all but not even close definitely a comparison to star wars i mean like clearly oh yeah <laughs> no definitely <laughs> uh this is the the creature that beldar has to fight for his freedom in the end of the movie <laughs> yep uh that thing is hilarious i mean it's just it is you funny. can tell that it is like an action figure that they have that they're just superimposing onto the scene. It's got a it's got a septum ring. I mean, this thing's cool. It's got a spiked collar, and it has a cone head with hair on the top. Oh. but you can't really tell. It's it's got a little. Am I missing up that? There. Yeah, it's not as predominant, but it's got a little <gasps> up there. Oh my It reminded. Goodness. It made me think of the uh, final boss on Mortal Kombat. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like his little pet. I feel like that'd be. Yeah, and it was clever how he beat him, but uh, yeah, not not only does he beat him with a shooting a golf ball or right. type of you know, but he, he also he sings the song that his daughter loves. Oh yeah, oh which That's so sweet. We're gonna get to the the tearjerker scene here in a second, but so you've got that, 
the I loved in the dentist when he goes to the dentist to get his teeth fixed. Oh, and it's just I mean it's jaws. Oh, he's, got he's able to just three rows of top yeah, teeth. Yeah, he does. He's got three rows <laughs> like of a teeth. Shark. Yeah, and he's able to like open his mouth wide, which I remember was in the trailer. Yes, a lot of these scenes I can remember in the trailer, and uh, you could tell the big fake prosthetic, but it's just you don't see it. Not very... until yeah, not until I thought I thought for '90s effects mm-hmm. that it was a pretty seamless opening of the mouth. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was I was very it was with pretty that. cool. And then and then afterwards when he's just sitting there, it's like ugh, uh, that's a real big rubber glossy thing. Yeah. prosthetic. Yeah, but yeah, it does look good when he's it opening. Did good, it. and it's even seamless because there's even the one shot where where John Lovitz. Another cameo oh is the God, dentist yeah. puts his mirror thing inside and he goes from each row and it's just so seamless. He just goes from each row of teeth. Yeah. I thought that was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. In the scene where she is giving birth, which I loved because for <laughs> even though this is a an over-the-top cartoony movie, if you look close, there's a lot of real life stuff. Her feet are more or less strapped down. There's a bucket underneath her that yeah. they, they legit have when you Yeah. Obviously. Um I have no idea. Yeah, no I've ne- I have no kids and I've never been in a birthing room. Yeah, no, there there was some like really like wow that was they actually did some. It, it, it was it, pretty it, intense. I remember it was really intense. This is how I know I saw it as a kid because I remember being super freaked out. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't separate it as oh that's how coneheads give birth. That was like oh my god that's no how, that's how I'm gonna have a baby. <laughs> there, yeah, yeah, that's I know. Maybe that's why I don't have kids, guys. I watched this when I was like C-section right here. Noticing, like I'm not having that. I'll get a (laughs) C-section. I don't care if it's three weeks of recovery after this. I don't care. (laughs) Worth it. Uh, The the bucket underneath, like having two kids seeing that's like oh wow yeah Yeah. that that was pretty and i love how he brought beldar brought his bosses yes both his his, his bosses to film it the taxi cab boss and (laughs) sinbad (laughs) to the birth of his child and they're just open in there and they're all taking pictures Yes, that scene is so funny they're just losing their minds it's just just splattering everywhere what is happening hilarious when, when she gets pissed, I, I, I did notice, too, when she gets pissed and she kind of lifts off when she's giving that final push, they animated veins into that cone. Yes. Yep. Oh, the veins on her prosthetic. Which she's just like, I hate you. Super oh, good. so funny. Super good. Oh, it was so good. And I noticed even the regular cones, they have veins and stuff in it. Like, yeah. you, it's and very she's got, seamless. She's, she's got more of a contoured cone. She does. She's got a very, she does. She and does. Beldar doesn't have a No, contour. he's got a little bit more of a, a brutish right. cone. But and then yeah. the ruler of Rumulac has liver spots all over his. His liver spots oh. and a cleft <laughs> yeah. on the tip yes. of it. It's so a little gross. Like, a little gross little thing on the oh, top That of sound cone. you just made was so perfect for it. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear, you can just you can hear that image. <laughs> Don't look thing. it up now, guys. Yeah, you don't please need don't to. look up <laughs> Danny Thomas from to. the Gomez. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah, those. Yeah, his bosses. I, I, I laughed out loud. It's like, oh my god, he brought his bosses with right? him. And when her water breaks and it just floods that the, base, he looks over the whole. Thankfully, floor there was there was a out the a door. Drain. There was a drain. Yeah. There was a drain. I saw oh, that too. I was oh, like, oh boy. Oh no! And then of course, as being like an almost forty-year-old responsible dad, I'm like. But he has to work tonight. He said he would. <laughs> who's gonna Who's gonna work that shift that's now? That's exactly what I thought. <laughs> it's so funny that we're like this. Like, oh, oh crap! crap you gotta find someone to work that, that shift. Work. Yeah, that's that's what shift work has done to us. That's right. Now oh, we've got shoot! The, yeah. It's like that anxiety you felt. It totally. Him. It's like I did. It's like, 
crap. He oh said gosh. he would, and now and he's covering for that other guy, so <laughs> so he could do his oh thing. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Me being that coworker that would totally cover for somebody that was like, my wife's going to labor. I'd be like, I can work a shift. It's fine. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even think anything of it. I'm like, I'll do it. I got you, friend. Uh, hopefully, Beldar has a, a Carissa Sutton. Right? No, let's hope so. I mean, everybody needs a Carissa in their everybody life. Needs oh my goodness. In their life. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, there was a scene. We mentioned it. We, we were talking about this before before we came on. And I am not afraid to say, being a 39-year-old man, I cried because it was so touching. Like, that is I legit, so sweet, Joey. I'm not lying. I, I legitimately like, like, teared up because I thought it was the most sweet thing ever. And it takes place at the end of the movie. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. Too bad. Watch it. Uh, again, Came out in 93. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this should be spoilers, the podcast, because we, we, every episode <laughs> we talk we about do. it. But um, So they go back to Earth at the end of the movie, and Beldar is leading the, the, the attack on Earth to destroy the world. That's how he's convinced the he's, leader. Yeah, that he's they convinced can go back the leader that he can go back to the planet, and he will, help, he will lead the brigade to, to destroy the Earth. They get to Earth. He fakes them being attacked. He clears out the spaceship because it's just him and his family. And the they were down on recon. Guy. Yeah, they they went and landed first. They self destructed his own ship. Made the other people in the in the in the in the battalion whatever believe that they were under attack. To told them to retreat and not to return. And I love how cartoony those ships are. <laughs> and they go away. <laughs> and, and this oh, whole yeah. time and they look like coneheads. They do. They're little conehead ships. <laughs> And so they base Beldar basically leaves Romulac. He comes back to Earth. They're there for good because they're not coming back for them because they believe that they were under attack and they've lost. And that they died. That they, they died. They yeah, died. they believe they died. Yeah, oh, my voice. So yeah, on that for yeah, some reason. exactly. They died. <laughs> and the daughter Connie the whole time doesn't understand why he did that. It's like, why did you do that, Dad? And he says something to the effect of, "It's not every day." that a father can give his daughter the entire world. Oh. <laughs> Fuck you, Dan Aykroyd. That is so good. Oh, my gosh. That is so... It's a wonderful... It is. It's so it's good. So it's sweet. such it a sweet... such a sweet... Um, uh, For the most ridiculous Looney Tunes type of a film, it was such a moment of brevity that I can't even, like... Like, how... how who gets... And he does that. He Because she had no, like, yeah, it was cool to be back where her parents were from, but that was not her world. And it really wasn't their world either. And he gave the whole planet to his daughter. And, oh, my gosh. I don't, even, I don't even have passion. a daughter, yeah. but, like, I I want. <laughs> I will never be able to give. I, I don't even let my kids. My kids. <laughs> yeah, I don't even let my kids play with my Legos. So right? I don't even want to. The <laughs> fact that he gave up every. <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm like, no, you can't play with those. Those are my <laughs> Harry Potter Legos. You yeah, don't exactly. get to touch that model. Yeah, my my, he's five now. Tucker, I talk about him a lot. Like I, I don't even like him looking at my Guitar Hero guitars <laughs> that haven't been played with in almost ten years. Like, can I play with those? No, <laughs> those are mine. Have you, you both not seen child. the Lego Movie? That's oh yeah, the whole point of that Lego yeah. Movie is you but it, but I think I think what the what it the was. way we understood the movie is from the dad's side. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, it made total yeah, sense. Yeah, the to Lego me. movie was a cautionary tale to keep the kids away from your shit. Yeah, did you not see the <laughs> next one they after will that? Take them <laughs> and ruin them. 
Yeah, the second one was like, oh, they ruined these movies. <laughs> like, no, oh, they ruined that. Oh, all of it. That was so cool. And then oh. mom made it worse. Oh, God. <laughs> all right, that's a different movie. It's <laughs> a different movie. I'm such a single with no kids in a room full of people. I know. I'm sorry, girl. <laughs> I, uh, I'm I, like, I don't know. <laughs> I saw that movie before I had kids. <laughs> Do you have kids? Yeah, I have two. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he, and all my stuff is broken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then of course, yeah, you do find out that they do break all your shit. <laughs> I break most of my own shit. To be <laughs> no, no, no. Tucker's broken most of our stuff. So. <laughs> I don't have to. I don't have anybody else you to blame. Have to worry about that. Looks yeah. like I'm messing up somewhere. She's just over there breaking. Chris break. breaks her own shit. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have to worry about working. No. Shit. It's my dog. She doesn't have to worry. Your dog breaking <laughs> your my little shit. You can't break life. anything. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was so touching and so, then, so wonderful. Oh, one of my one of my favorite parts. Speaking about touching is when when Connie's crying about Ronnie. Yeah. And mom comes in and um, and she's just like, "My heart, and you wouldn't know what it's like to be me. You have no idea." And she said, "I was a young cone once too," <laughs> and she's talking about this past love that she had, who who th- she thought was her soulmate, and then he ran off to whatever he's doing, and then. Beldar, and that's when I found my true life mate. And then Connie looks at her and says, I love you. And she says, um, something, you know, super cone heady where she's, it's a, you know, the infinite feelings of your parents. My, my, oh my God, what is it? Hold on, I'm going to find it. I have (laughs) something like, you make the blood in my chamber. Oh, that she she said, she said, she's talking about her heartbreak. She said, my blood chamber broke. I think it was, and then I'm gonna find that quote though. I you guys I love that that she's pretty sex positive. Yeah. Yes. Mom's she like is, yeah. mom's like she's not saying not to have sex with Ronnie. No, she's, she's saying, not. Just make sure you are doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. I like that. The they're these two characters are insanely noble. Both the parents are. That Jan Hooks throws herself at Beldar, and he just is like, nope. Pass, hard yeah. pass. Yeah, no, he looks absolutely. at her right up close in the eyes and is like, "You need to understand. Yeah, <laughs> this is not going to happen." Yeah, and then, but, but Primat still gets like that uneasy feeling, and she feels like oh, unwanted. Man. Well, and then, and then, of course, he her just... her best friends barking in her ear. All men are pigs. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no, it's not correct. But then, of course, that bug is in you yeah, know, here. His... So she runs and buys all of these stupid magazines, like, keep your marriage, and da-da-da. Like, that scene broke my heart. It upset me so much because, Aww. because like, communication is so important. Yeah. Oh, oh, I love that. Yeah, if she had just said, hey, what's going on with this client that you're driving around all the time. Yeah, five or six times. So if you still have not seen the movie. I love how disinterested he is in her too. He's yes. just yeah. like yes, rolling his like, eyes like, Jesus, there she's we trying go. To teach, he's trying to teach her how to drive and she's just trying to come on to him. Yeah, and then and, and then a primat's like super upset about it and like won't talk to him about it. But then she's, she, I did love, when she, I did when love she that she created the finance, the romance scene though. Yeah, I thought that was, that was d- super cute with all the candles and the, yeah, the wig. Mrs. Jones and the wig. That oh was fantastic. God. And, and his reaction, because of course, they're 
this is another thing that I want, kind of wanted to touch on was, you know, they come from Remilac where there's a completely, you know, unaffectionate place and you don't talk about emotions or feelings, that kind of stuff. You don't even cuddle in bed. Right. You have your own a, slot in exactly, bed. Exactly. Exactly. And so and then they're coming into Earth where we, generally speaking, are emotional creatures and we're affectionate. And so they're trying to assimilate and they're learning all these different things. And like, while I'm not super excited about the reason that she bought all these these magazines, because like I can I can just see her heartbreak and her like feelings yeah. of insecurity, like just being a woman in general, I feel like every woman's felt that mm-hmm. way. But um, but what came from that, I feel like is really cool because she she created something that that he's never seen before. And so she's trying something new. And his reaction to it was so excited. Oh, my gosh. And he was just so in love with it. And, like, the mm-hmm. noises that were coming from it. Like, <laughs> I like when that he, like, gulps loud and it's on and his it's, it's, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> it was so cute. <laughs> they're yeah. just, when, they, when they're laying in bed and they're discussing this, you know, what would happen? What would you do and if then I the end died? Of yeah, Aww. towards the end of it, if I died. Oh, that was so sweet. Yeah. And he said that he would just curl up and, and die. I would, I would be, turn. I would turn out the lights and i would not perform hygiene or yeah i would not was. perform hygiene and then i would just s- die I'm like, yeah mm-hmm. and he wasn't like bullshitting her he not was legit like mm-hmm. wow he really truly loves her clearly oh man these two characters are so freaking and it, it awesome. is and they're adorably highly specific stunted way of speaking english they, that i love it was i loved it i love it it's really bizarre and then you can see other like different types of people now talk like that the nerds yes like, you go to any comic-con and nerds will i say that affectionately talk this way they talk they like they have to have you oh, read any of uh uh nathan Pyle's? was it strange love he writes a cartoon about aliens okay and they're it's all they talk in that language and i think it's the funniest thing i follow nice. them on instagram it's so funny but it's totally that i'm sure you guys have seen it. it it's like have you seen grandma's boy yeah okay yeah yeah the guy that dresses all in black yes has a very the nerd the nerd guy yeah they yeah. they talk like that yeah. and it's really interesting and the fact that that shtick goes through the entire movie and after yes. a while it, it just flows right off. You could totally, everything has to be, a di- it's like they just the, the sorest every single word and over described every little thing. <laughs> it's like, it's like yeah. that, uh, the letter that Joey writes on friends for Rachel and Chandler to get a baby. Not Rachel. Mm-hmm. What am I saying? Monica and Chandler. You're correcting yourself. I don't. Uh... <laughs> and you're like, I've never heard of this show, Friends. What are you talking I, about? I, I, I never really like. Uh, yeah. That's a whole nother. It was but never he... really. It wasn't really. I was a fan, but that's okay. People who've watched Friends are giggling right now. Oh, I'm sure they are. Being all co- twenty of being us. named Joey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the the oh, that this really that. nerdy, overly thesaurist way of speaking yeah. just kind of flows after a while you, you're able to pick it up just like you don't yeah, have to like, think too much you don't about have to translate it, so. it it's hilarious nope not at all the um oh my goodness they're <laughs> so i when they when they first get to the, the planet and they they stay at that little with the kramer speaking of old oh my gosh the kramer, kramer yeah that kramer. Whole kramer scene yeah kramer uh when they stay at that hotel i love that one of the first thing first thing beldar does is destroy the tv to try to try to make yes. it work these Just, are primitive objects yeah and then he eats the toilet paper which was hilarious <laughs> yeah. tucker lost his damn mind he thought that was so funny <laughs> 
And then I love how Primat's lying in the bed reading the Bible, laughing her ass oh, off. Oh, that, yeah, that makes me so happy. Oh, my God. She's goodness. just vibrating she's on the bed. She's just so and, excited oh and just laughing. It's laughing. the most ridiculous thing she'd ever heard. It's so good. And Kramer, man, playing the playing the least Kramery yeah, role the most, I've ever seen him. Yeah, he's not like, yeah, that could have literally been anybody yeah that but could it have was been rob like, schneider that could have been yeah, I can't literally weird, anybody. You're weird. yeah nope he's just like okay yeah this will be fine <laughs> i love that he I, says that so many times he's like yeah that's fine that's, that's fine. fine that's fine that's fine <laughs> none of it's fine he's so unsure of everything that's happening in front of him <laughs> and then later on when uh michael mckean and david spade come to their house Posing as the uh, Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh my goodness! Made me laugh and when they laugh bring out and the laugh because I've got a lot of experience bowl. with the Jehovah's Witness, with Jehovah's Witnesses, oh, yeah. a lots of experience. And um, she said when he 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 off he just off comment says yeah well we believe that 144,000 will survive the Armageddon and Primates like I don't think it'll be that many. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Oh my oh, gosh! Yeah. Her it's little so quirky. Funny. Like, oh I love oh it. it's. So so funny, and I know that a, a lot of these like I don't want to say problems, but goofy things about the movie that were caused by um, editing, because there are some scenes that are kind of odd, particularly the. Sorry, there's a bug crawling on your mic. Oh, is it really? Yeah, ah, on the right there. Hey, oh, friend. It's kind kind of weirded me out. Oh, it's right there. I, I totally just oh. a little, just a little beetle. Yeah, a little beetle. Sorry. Right, cool. Sorry, this episode brought to you, brought to you. Yeah. Beetle the Beatles. Beatles. <laughs> please, we wish. De- dear Beatles, please send your checks. <laughs> we mentioned you, so now you owe us money. <laughs> we. That's how it works. Okay. Uh, particularly, it, there's a there's a to, to me, not uh, it's the be kind rewind, so I don't want to like critique it, but it is kind of uh, oddly paced, and that's at the Halloween party. It does, it, I guess, it's a Halloween. The, 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 yeah, obviously, it's the Halloween party where they're giving away the golf, the the golf trophy. It's just really bizarre because right before that scene, they get word that they're coming back to pick them up, and then they go to the Halloween party, and he gets his trophy, which I love when he when he like is pretending to be surprised he won the trophy. Like, ah, he's no. all like beaming and stuff. Yes. It reminded me of a Mike Myers bit. Mike Myers would do something ridiculous oh, yeah. like that. It totally oh, just yeah, like, it was. He, it's a bit, I don't know why I'm doing this and you can't see me, but <laughs> he just like beams and like vogues for a minute. And then he he goes and gets his trophy. And then he does this weird conehead walk dance for it. it just It's really paced because that happens. And then he he's gets a little fight with Connie. He says, don't stay here because we... They're coming we to get go, us and then they took leave. You to this party. But we're here at the party. Yeah, it's just but don't really leave weird. the party. Which I thought it was supposed to be a prom night, so I was confused. No, prom, no, prom night's prom, after. Prom, the end. Prom's after. Yeah. Yep. But I think it was just weirdly paced. But I think it adds to the charm that. Yes. Like oh, like oh crap, our mission's over. They're gonna come and get us. But I, I really want to win this trophy. <laughs> <laughs> when he's sitting there dreaming oh about, and gosh. little cone pops up on the head right? of the trophy. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Because he fixed. 
He he won that because he he improved his handicap. Yep. Which is most, like the most improved goo- handicap. Most improved. Which is the most goofy thing. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> He's sitting there talking about golf, how the, but, the mathematics, the skill, the philosophy, and some and the spirituality, like, it, the spirituality but it of it. Leads yeah. to it leads to him being him able to create, to defeat the that monster. Words are hard. Yeah. <laughs> The, the California raisin, basically. The, <laughs> the little claymation thing. Also oh, my goodness. goodness. So what made, what was it about the Coneheads that made you want to incorporate that into your act? I was going to ask you this. Uh, that condom scene. We haven't talked really? about that yet. Yeah, let's talk about but the condom scene because it's hilarious. It's, <laughs> it's one of my favorites. So um, I love I love Jane Curtin. I think she's hilarious. And her in the 70s, I just thought it was so funny. She's so funny. And I do wish, I do wish she got to play a bigger role. I mean, I know she's one of the lead characters in this movie. I know what you're saying. But I wish it was even bigger. I think that unfortunately, like when you- Unless housewife. I always found that like when you look at all the, like the, 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 the very best of SNL, people that have been on SNL or came from that time period, it always is like- Oh, it's Bill Murray and it's Chevy. It's Aykroyd. And then you have Gilda. Yes, and Gilda then Radner. Gilda oh. Radner. And then it gets down to like, and then Jane Curtin. Which and if I if, say her name, people are like, huh? What? Yeah. Who's Jane Curtin? Huh? Well, duh. She was yeah. on Third Rock from the Sun. She was yeah. on SNL. Yeah. She had that other series that she was on. Wasn't she on? Um, not, it was um, Kate Nally. She was on. Uh, uh, she, I mean, she's. Yeah, always been around, and she's still insanely funny to this day. She still is. When she exactly. was on the SNL fortieth uh, anniversary. Yeah, like, she's so funny. And so I wanted to to honor her with what I felt was one of her best characters of all time. I mean, she she just kills it as Primat. Mm-hmm. So good. I just think it's so funny. And then so I took that idea of wanting to be her and be that funny. Uh-huh. And then I was like, but I gotta include that condom scene with Beldar. So the whole thing with Beldar is that. His his chewing gum mm-hmm. is condoms. Is a condom. Is yep. a condom, and I I just I love it, and I love that he blows the bubble. I love this the simplicity of it that it actually looks and kind of sounds yes. like it. It's like oh that is so gross. And then the scene with Sinbad where he's like yeah you got any more of that chewing gum pulls out a condom and he's like never nah, mind just yeah. kidding. And I can tell you from real life experience that condoms do really kind of chew like chewing gum. They taste horrible though. I will say that. I hope you don't get the ones that are like with the spermicide oh, jelly. So on I guess them so. <laughs> uh, I uh, I'm allergic to latex. Oh shit! <laughs> oh so, no! So I when I do this act, I had to buy a specialty brand of condoms, yeah, like the lambskin or something, the skin yeah. condoms. Um, and until this year, they had not come out with a flavored version. And so Ugh. I was stuck with that nasty spermicide, oh, like Louie grossness. Sick. But you know what? You do it for your art. Yep. Oh, and it was. That's it, true. And and as as a person that has seen it, thank you. For, you for doing oh, it. Oh. You're welcome. Appreciate it very much. The one you saw though, I got. I finally found. They finally came out with the flavored lube. But oh. I but I but see, I saw uh, the just, the more finished product because you know how you have to do it, act a couple times yeah. to make sure to really hone it in. So I appreciate. Those other trials of you 
<laughs> eating spermicidal <laughs> non-latex you condoms. You have to suffer for your. Art. I appreciate I know. you so They're much. So you have to suffer for your. Art. So gross. <laughs> but blowing up. I mean, there's nothing better feeling than like really just being able to blow that bubble and make people laugh. <laughs> And, and that's what I like about Conan. Like I said, I'm the, uh, out of the four people here in this room, I'm the only one that sadly hasn't seen it. Now, is it like you don't give it away at the very beginning, right? Is that something that you you save towards the end? Or, uh, well, so how, I how does this play so out? the way it plays out. Is I mean, I don't I'm, want to spoil it because this is your act, and I don't want to. No, you're good. You're, you're good. It, so. People come see me. Okay, come on. <laughs> it's much better. When's your next than show? My description. My uh, my next show is actually currently happening. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh. But we're sold out, so sorry. Okay. No, I'm, just, uh, I'm currently performing with the Red Light Variety Show. Okay, cool. And then I'm, I, I had to, yeah, please. Yeah, I don't know when my next show is because I'm, I'm a little bit preggers, so that's making things difficult. So are we gonna get another pregnant nun? I'm number, trying, trying. I'm trying to please? find. Them. Yeah, I love, I that love doing so that number funny. pregnant. <laughs> so funny. Um, so then the way my number plays out is I am primate, and yeah. I come home um, from shopping, and mm. nobody's home. And so I'm like, oh, okay, time to get. And I kind of play off of that, uh, that scene where she's like finding her sexuality. Nice. And so I pull out, I take off my apron that says I hate housework, which is from the '70s mm-hmm. version of it. And I um, pull out some different things. I pull out from my bag of groceries some condoms and some bananas. And I'm trying to teach myself how to give a blowjob. And I hate the taste of it. And so I rip the condom off. Kind of that idea of like, oh, she's going to eat the banana. But no, I throw away the banana and just start eating the condom. Nice. And so I actually eat the condom throughout the remainder okay. of the entire number. All right. Um, And then blow a bubble with and it. And you blow a too. bubble. Nice. Yep. Wonderful. I can't wait to see this. It's a, it's Especially a lot of if fun. you're, you're going to do this when you're like eight months pregnant. That's going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah, see the, if I the, the one... that costume. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, saw you, I saw you do the Handmaid's Tale one pregnant. It was just freaking amazing. So, oh, yeah. I was, so I'm like all starstruck. Like, oh, oh, I know it. when Joey said that you oh were coming, goodness. I was very, very stoked because <laughs> I've seen, I think other than Belfast, because she's one of my best friends, but I think your numbers I've seen the most of, Aww. which is odd. I don't know how that works out, but that makes me happy. And, yeah. And you're hilarious. And that Handmaid's Tale one brought me to tears. Because it is. It's definitely not one of my comedic pieces. It is oh, not absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. I mean, if you don't it know me, me to I mainly do comedic not. things. Yes, mainly comedic. But that Handmaid's Tale one was so good. But your pregnant nun and your coneheads. And when when Joey said we were doing coneheads, I was like, hey, Juniper. Did I didn't. This. I didn't know that. So I, didn't know I couldn't that you be more excited because I said, love coneheads. I've been trying. We've been trying to get oh, connected yeah, for yeah, a while. For a so. while perfect when she said that's like okay if, if, if this doesn't work i don't know what will then because nothing I can't. will it's yeah. like the universe and the stars align all it, did, it did. <laughs> it's so fun so wrapping up here i think that we've pretty much sold i think we've talked about just about every scene in the movie yeah, pretty sure. watch the movie so, watch the movie and we, it's uh right now uh it's on tubi on free it's a free app so if you're listening to this tubi you can send your check to the eavesdrop network care of being kind rewind um it's also if i you... love that joke because we use it in like every damn episode <laughs> <laughs> i love it it's uh, i think it started when i brought food give us money give yeah, us pizza. money yeah. um i really want to talk about real quick before we get wrapped up because this movie is wonderful uh, it, if you were a fan of them, if you were old enough to have seen them live in the seventies, um, any, it, it is just a, a bizarre thing. Like 
even now they were on a state farm commercial a couple years ago, <laughs> which I didn't know this. And so that's one of the things I'm going to watch tonight. Um, in the research I came across, oh, people talking about it. They were talking about on rotten tomatoes. In fact, that's why people went to go watch the movie or to check out the movie because of the, that's because they didn't even know it was an S on L or anything like that. Um, but the weird thing, like, goofy, what are the, some of the goofiest things that come from this? It's not the movie or the random, the, the random like commercials. It's just like the merchandising and the other things that have happened that came from this thing. So when this movie came out in 93, they, they went all out. There was teaser posters, uh, t-shirts, because uh, I had several of you them. You mentioned the action figures. The they had action figures. action figures. And I, I kid you not. bobbleheads. No, they were bobbleheads, which I'm surprised Funko hasn't made these yet. But because um, they would have to make bigger boxes or they'd have to like put them sideways inside the box. But <laughs> no, action figures, which I'm mad at myself. I had some and I literally sold them That's about insane. a year or two ago. Yeah, they had um, Suburbs Private and Beldar. And then they had suburbs. Remulek. Uh, the black. Br- with the black, Re- really cool yes. outfits yes. and stuff. And they had, they came with, like, she came with her purse. She came with a, they came with a bag of chips. She <laughs> had a, chips. yeah, she had a little bag of chips. Oh my she gosh. She had a wig that slid onto her cone. Shut it up. did, yeah. The suburban, I the suburban, Bel- yeah, the suburban uh, primat had a little wig that slid on. The, uh, oh Beldar had, uh, in his, in his Remulac outfit, had a, a, a clear thing that went over his head, his, the, the oh, phone, the, the phone, the face oh phone that goodness. they use. Yeah, it it's comes amazing. with so many cool features. Yeah, yeah. The, there was an, uh, and I wish I still had this shirt because it was amazing. They did a, um, it was a picture of them. I believe they were on in their on the three wheeled motorcycle, which is freaking amazing. Yes. Um, you have three, the three thing, even, and you could tell like some of Dan Aykroyd's humor. Well, obviously it's, it's a lot of his humor, but you could totally tell on his motorcycle, the three wheeled motorcycle that they drive. There's a quick shot of the bumper sticker that says like screw helmet laws or something yes. like that. And they're all yes. three wearing helmets. <laughs> I like, love oh, that. that is so <laughs> I love that. 80s, 90s humor. It's wonderful. But um, uh, it had a picture of them on their motorcycle. And I believe it said like made in America. And on the back, they rewrote the Star Spangled Banner in Remulac talk. Oh, oh my god! I not. It was this big, long. Stop yeah, it! Yeah, Star Spangled Banner. Goodness, they well, went yeah. all yeah, out. Oh, oh yeah, no. Like, I mean, like I said, my hero Dan Aykroyd has Asperger's. <laughs> you cannot discount the level of detail that he will go into for anything. Yeah, you didn't know that. I didn't, know, I didn't that. know that either. Yeah, he has Asperger's. He does. Huh. Yeah. Now go back and watch anything that he, when he's out of character and he's just being him. It's like, oh yeah, he is. My oldest has Asperger's. So, uh, yeah. I can I yeah. can kind of see where yeah. the cone heads come from too. Then on yeah, that, completely makes more sense. in a way, yeah, and, and, yeah. You could see where him trying to, you know, that's why he's so like when he's into something, he is into something. Yeah, yeah. You only have to watch. You huh. only have to listen to you know a couple uh, Blues Brothers tunes to know like, oh crap, this guy immersed himself into yeah. this. Yeah, whatever he's into, he's immersed into it. Um, and also, fun fact too, he always carries a police badge with him, always. He always has a police badge on him because he's very fond of that. And that's just something he always has like in his wallet or purse, uh, purse. I don't know. (laughs) Whatever. whatever. Men can wear purses. Men can wear purses. Um, uh, So that's why he wrote the the book, the book I was telling you about. That's insane. Yeah. And you know that he sat there for 
ever just writing every little oh thing that goodness. he can think of that and so his cool. the way his mind works and that's why even there that's why he held on to doing a ghostbusters movie for so long because i mean uh people you know once they get that in their head they, they won't let go yeah and that's okay i mean whatever i love like, that it's like a almost a tolkien level like backstory i didn't realize all this like he's yeah. got he, I mean, he really developed this character. He did. He did. Well, yeah, I didn't the, the, the detail. I mean, they, they do go into some work on the, describing, even in the movie, like the detail that he goes into yeah. all these things and how the how the the Remulac speak and things like that. Wow. Um, so they did that, and you mentioned Tolkien, which is hilarious because I came across and I didn't know this until last night. They came. They made a. There was a TV special. And it was made by the guys that did the Hobbit and the 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 Lord of the Rings cartoon from the eighties. Brett, I know you know. Oh yeah. The yeah, I know you know it. <laughs> what was the name of that? Was it Rank? It wasn't Rankin and Bass because they were the ones that did the stop motion. It was. Oh, I don't know. You got the guy's name? Okay. I don't know. But you know that cartoon Hobbit. You've sure. seen it. You know what that is. Yes. That same company did a Coneheads cartoon for their special. And it's literally just like in the movie, even though they're they're animated like in the... Yeah, you pulled up some of the action I to- figures. I've totally been looking oh, at eBay, yeah, guys, good. this whole time. <laughs> I know, it's cool. It's they're good so stuff. so cool. It's so good stuff. The, um... Uh, oh, crap. I lost, I lost my turn of that. So they had a, a cartoon. The cartoon, yeah. And I watched some of the clips. And sure shit, it's Jane Curtin and Dan Aykroyd doing the clips. Uh, doing that. And it's the same thing that happens in the movie. She's with Cone. <laughs> I'm gonna start saying. I like that they call sex. You coding. need to tell people I that's like, I'm with Cone. I am I'm 21 sorry. weeks with Cone. <laughs> <laughs> so the action figures they had the 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 posters the the t-shirts. I had a t-shirt. Uh, I can remember my 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 uh, uncle teased me about it because it said Cone heads on it and it had just the tops of the heads, <laughs> just the tops of a Beldar and Primate, and it was all in blue. And it was stylized that the front and back was just this pattern. They were about four inches tall. It was just this repeated just the head, head pattern, pattern. The pattern and some cone heads on it. And he's he, he told me like he rem- the day we were I, we because I wore when I was like fourteen years old. We flew to California to my see my family because that's where we were all from. I'm, I'm from Idaho. Calm yourself. Um, <laughs> But he uh, knows people from California. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> Get oddly, out. oddly, yeah. Um, so we, we went to visit, and you know, you always like when you're a kid, I'm gonna go on a plane. So I laid out my outfit. I had my clothes, and well, this conehead shirt That's was what you chose. for sure. I was gonna wear Heck this yeah. conehead shirt. We would have been really good it was, friends. It was, Joey. it was. Oh, <laughs> we, we would. Oh, yeah, we totally would have. I. Sadly, I didn't know anybody that liked the Conan as much as I did, especially this movie. Anyway, I didn't know ever. anybody. Yeah. So. <laughs> and so he always teased me because we were at some restaurant, and I leaned back in my chair and I put my arms out, like, you know, like across. And it was like just cool, Joey. It was just literally like a row <laughs> oh, of bells. Oh, it was long sleeve. No, it wasn't long oh, sleeve, but, but, but it was yeah. just this big, long, just. Beldar, 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 <laughs> T-shirt I was wearing. And oh, I was my just goodness. so and. Looking back to like that was the first time you know how like you can own somebody on Facebook like you like oh I said something and I won oh yeah I, I can remember the first time I ever felt like I beat somebody verbally in person, um, uh, it was based well, it was off of Coneheads because I was wearing the shirt at school, 
13, 14 years old. So yeah. middle school, you know, bullshit, you know, middle school. And I remember this guy, I thought he was so cool. He's like, what, are you a conehead? So you're saying you're a conehead? I looked at him and he goes, well, no, because those are fictitious characters. They're not real. You burnt. <laughs> <laughs> I can I remember that him. was the first time I owned somebody oh my in my goodness. own little prepubescent thirteen. Like, oh, it's yeah. a fictitious character. They're not real. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Please tell me that's exactly the like that. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna go consume mass quantities. <laughs> Just do that dance that he does after he wins the trophy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and, uh, lunch, 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 lunch. lunch. <laughs> Man, let's, man let's, really let's, likes to eat. <laughs> I feel you, uh, Hello, housewife. Uh, <laughs> I, I, that was hilarious. So it was just an interesting thing. Like I can remember watching uh, Regis and Kathy Lee, and they were talking about the Coneheads. This is before the movie came out. And Regis, they had a rubber, because you can buy a rubber cone I've in ears. One. I know you. I, definitely I was going to say, don't one. say you don't do a cone without having one of these things. <laughs> and I can remember Regis Philbin wearing this. And the funny thing about this, and you, I'm surprised, this, it's so serendipitous this came up, because at t- some point, whatever was freaking them out that day, there was a fashion show. There was something that was coming up in like high fashion where men were wearing skirts at this time. It was something that, you know, people forget that, like, high fashion is performance art. It's like, oh, yeah, kids, you know, oh, yeah, when I was in the 40s, they wore suits. Now they're wearing, you know, bubble wrap bullshit. It's like, well, that's performance art. Calm Mm -hmm. yourself. Okay. And so they were laughing at these models that were wearing, these dudes that were wearing skirts. And at the end of the episode, Regis Philman comes out wearing a skirt with a cone head. And I wish I could find this picture of he's wearing this cone head thing in the skirt. There you got your phone's out. Awesome. My phone's out. It was I'm doing so, it. Just, it was just so big for just out of nowhere. Now, granted, early 90s, they were cranking out these things. This nostalgia was way, you know, anything that they could. I mean, you think anything that we do like remakes or reboots product. still. Like, yeah. they've always been doing that. They, it, this is around the same time as the Flintstones came out. So. I mean, they've always been doing that. This was just something that was was kind of all over the place. The best part was the soundtrack, because the soundtrack is really good. It has Paul Simon. It has Soft Cell. It has all sorts of different cool songs on it. That's great. The best, the best part was, and I can remember hearing it. I obviously I, I knew it, knew it really really well, but it just kind of kind of like goes away in the ether, and then it just came flying back to me. Uh, yesterday was the Conehead Love song, which is more or less a, I don't want to say it's a rap song, but it is a... An attempt? An attempted <laughs> it's song. It's a Remulac style rap it, song. Yeah, it is a very much, yeah. And and it it is Dan Aykroyd and Jane Curtin. Which speaks to their, their I mean, they just... They yeah. go they all took out. It and they, they did. Ran. They, yeah. just, they don't, just did. They don't I, stop. I, I, I yeah, love it, that. it never ends. Like it's a, it's a minefield. They're you running start a looking, marathon. Here. It was. It's a, it's a, it's a rabbit hole of all this like conehead stuff that it, all these years. Oh my there god, I can hear oh, it. There it is. It's so good. Thank you, Brett. I mean, oh, it's I just, super oh. dig it. So good. This. This sounds oh. like if an alien was like if some, like a white person described hip hop to an alien. <laughs> this yep. is what the, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Literally this is what they'd yep. come up with. And it's a sexy song. Yeah. Like your cone is shimmering in the oh, light. Oh yeah. 
I've got my oh. Sensa rings. Like, Prime- um, oh, I know. Primus. It is. Where did you get those Sensa rings? Under your bed? <laughs> that is <laughs> unacceptable. Unacceptable. <laughs> is, there, is there sanitary concerns with that, by the way, of using some I thought that. Sensor like, rings? that's got to be. I definitely wouldn't use my parents' uh, Sensa yeah, rings. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, it's so funny that you bring that up because that is what I thought. I'm like, oh, I wouldn't use my. It's like I you wouldn't, wouldn't use your parents' your, lube. Yeah, you're. Oh. Gross. Or, yeah, or, or like, finding your dad's porn or something. Well, well I mean, no. I would use that. I, that was <laughs> I'd first. see. I wouldn't. I'd be like, mm, uh, no. That's their yeah, snake thing. That, that was the first time I found porn. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Like Veldar, let's hold cone in our own home. Like, oh yeah, they're gonna bang on the couch <laughs> <laughs> outside of. He our, mentions our that too. Oh, we're gonna do this outside of the yes. bedroom. Like, oh, we're gonna bone in the living room, and that's something. Yeah, yeah, it's so it's good. So and good. that's so why sexy. that's I think that's part of the reason I loved that scene so much is just because like. Like you were saying, that scene where she's finding her sexuality, and this is her kind of like owning that. Like I said, I'm not super happy about how it happened, but like the end result, my heart just but she's going exploded. Through that, that like classic 90s. I feel like that right. was that was a thing in the 90s. 100%. Yeah. Was finding your own sexuality as a woman mm-hmm. and and being able to seduce your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and just so and, and it, feeling and like that a, comfortable. It feels yeah. like a confused feminism. Right. Kind of. Like, yeah. Like like I said, like I'm not super happy I can't about where if it's. If it's if it is, it feminist. took a long road, but they yeah, got there. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I'm not exactly. super excited about why she bought the magazines because she was feeling insecure about him cheating on her. But I love the end result where yes. she's, and especially when he put her mind at ease, when he's like, "I would die if you died." Like that's. But I love that scene where she's just, she's just like, "Here we are, let's do something different." I loved watching them immerse themselves in the emotionality oh, yeah. of huma- hum- oh, humanity yeah. and and really starting to connect on an emotional level on a different level than just, you know, Remulac style. And I really loved watching that. I feel I loved it, and yeah, I loved watching stuff. watching Primat's uh, character evolution. Yeah, through learning to feel more emotional and sexual, and just just being herself, and then yeah. and then really connecting with Connie when she's talking about her first time yeah. honing, and like, Mom, you would never know. Well, my first time was so fast, I didn't even know I honed at all, and yeah. and then which she who can't about, relate to that for sh- for real absolutely <laughs> you know but she's super open about it and, and connie's re- and receiving it well and just that whole thing and then the character uh, character development of primat was my favorite i feel for that reason just because it's 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 fun watching someone yeah, find is. themselves in that way so oh. anyway Anyway, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> no. anyway, that's it all. It is interesting <laughs> how <laughs> this buffoon of a movie—you strip off the the ridiculousness of it. Mm-hmm. There's actually some really good stuff there. There really and is. I'm really. It's got good heart. It is it's a such good heart. It is a cool such movie. LOL, chamber. love it. Half star, and I'm gonna give it a half a star because <laughs> 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 really good. Oh, it's just God. packaged so freaking bizarre. Cool movie. And I am going out on a limb, and I have this idea just keeps bubbling in my head. In the last few minutes, I really want to sing that song live with a in a duet with somebody uh, to sing Conehead Love. Is that this is a, is a, a formal. Invitation? This is a formal invite to you, Juniper. That you know, m- when you're not so much with Cone, I think she's honing over here, guys. or when you've got some downtime hey, before. She was with Cone. I could. We could figure this out. I think hey. that would be a blast and I'm a half to do. One hundred percent down. Gosh. Let's figure out how we can so. do this because that song is amazing. It's so funny. And to do the whole the whole cone. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh yeah! I've oh, got the sense of rings. I cannot. Don't worry about those. I'm all excited. I cannot excited. wait. They were one dollar at the dollar store during Christmas. The sense of rings. <laughs> of course they were. <laughs> They're little just wreaths. I, I figured. That's what they look like. So 
Coneheads 1993. Do yourself a favor if you've never ever seen it, check it out. You can find it very uh, easily. Uh, it was on Tubi. I was just looking online. You can buy like a four pack of uh, this one. I believe it's got Superstar, Ladies Man, which is another, which is another. That's Paul Rudd, um, right? Ladies Man. Was it? No, that was Tim Meadows. Oh. Who was in Who was in Coneheads too, as well. Oh, look at that. <coughs> and there was, <coughs> it was four SNL movies in it. I mean, it's, you can find it fairly inexpensive. If you're a so. Prime member, it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, oh, if you're a Prime free. member, it's free. Okay, cool. Yeah, Sweet. they said, so. well, like, I'm not rent a, it. you could rent not, it for three ninety nine, or you could just watch it. Well, I watched okay. it. I'm not a Prime <laughs> member. Oh, yeah, right so, yeah. It's on Prime. So do yourself a favor and check out Coneheads. It was a really, every single one of these movies back then, they all fit the same style like we, we need toys we need merchandising we need uh it everywhere and it certainly was and then you, you come out of that fever dream like wow that really was a thing that was it was a thing and you, when you strip away the, the goofiness it is a delight of a movie it there is some really it's really good, fun really good things there. and it's um it's lighthearted it is light despite the the, the kind <laughs> All of the heavy the, shit, the heavy shit we've talked about, talked about. In there. yeah well that's Whew. like uh, when we were talking about Thirteen Ghosts last week, it's like, man, that's actually some really, oh yeah, really, oh that's crazy. real heavy. Yeah, it's heavy stuff. But then I was like, wow, there's some really interesting things there. Yeah. So, um, well, thank you so much, Jennifer. Thank you for having me on. Oh no, thank you. I'm, I'm so excited. Back. So, I'm, and I'm so really glad gonna, you were here. Yeah. Really like Conehead love. I've got a small list of, of things that have come from the show, and that's like just moved to the top of the list. Yeah, Conehead love. I want to own Cone. I cannot wait. Home. That's going to be so fun. <laughs> so excited uh, for this. Thank you so much. Is there thank anything you. Uh, you, you'd mention what you're performing in right now? Is there something you would like to direct uh, the audiences at large attention to by chance? You've got your, your, your Juniper Rose. I was going to say, arm. is this my like? This my, is your moment. This is your moment. Greta, you've got your. <laughs> my you have got your. <laughs> you were, moment. Yep. Do I need to talk about climate change? And <laughs> this is you. Oh, this which is, I. Oh, you've, you're putting a lot of stress. I don't know. I know. Which, we're holding up our little lights that we have here in the thing. I know. There is so. this, by the way, has like the most ambient lighting. It's lovely, it's isn't so it? Calm. It's so yeah. They, it's nice. Yeah. You guys are doing good here. Yeah. Um, I feel like the pressure's on. Uh, oh, let's relax. <laughs> Uh, just no, plug um, your pages and I just plug am, your pages. Yeah, and... I was gonna say follow me on Instagram. Um, I am. Um, you're just gonna get a lot of pictures of my baby. I swear <laughs> I do burlesque too. <laughs> I swear. Uh, but yeah, well, that's, I'm, that's, red light variety. That's I am. Uh, I'm doing red our, light in variety our little, in our little circle here in Boise, Idaho. That's a that's a big deal, and that's really it's cool. It's a huge so, deal. Yeah, it it's a, a lot of fun to do there. It's a proof you so. made it. Oh, yeah, I'm just saying it's up. like there ain't nobody else in this room that's performed for Red Live Variety. So uh, that's it's a lot a of fun deal. to do. My so, and everything. No, I, and I've seen you perform and you're just awesome. So Aww. I'm so grateful to have thank you here. You so and thank much. you so much for your guys' perspective on going. It's Brett. Thanks yep. again, man. You were, I know that you weren't feeling good today and we're all kind of. You betcha. Over it. You were on top of that song, though. Yeah. You woke up from your coma to play us that song. Uh, Carissa, our, our uh, podcast uh, Padawan, which I love that. Uh, thank you again for being here. Always. Um, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. I uh, love you. And remember, uh, if you're going to have a rewind, you might as well be kind. All right. Go check out Coneheads. Uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs>